Welcome to Inspired to Shine with Drea and Carrie. We are here to support you in your spiritual growth journey. We will introduce you to tools, ideas, and amazing people who will rock your world and inspire you to shine. Hello, welcome to Inspired to Shine. We're so excited today. Carrie, tell us what we're talking about today. (laughs) We're going to talk about scarcity and abundance. So abundance is the lighter, higher vibration that we want to be in. And scarcity is lower and heavier. So we're going to kind of talk about the contrast of the two. Um, And what we want is that as we start this conversation is just for you to start to be aware of where this shows up in your life, in your interactions and decisions and and things like that. Are you going about things with a scarcity mentality, which truly is the default? Most people, yeah. most people are automatically in a scarcity mentality. Like that's what we always do. I can't have that. I don't have enough money. What do you think? Do you think I own the electric company? Yeah. And I think just to like, to kind of like go into that a little bit is it's kind of generational. Don't you think like we're trained yes that way from, you know, habits from our family that stems back from generations to where it's like people were in like so much in the depression, whatever, whatever, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So we've just like picked it up like as a culture to be, to be so much in that worry, in that heaviness. Right. It's yep. Exactly. Exactly. Like a hundred percent. That's what we're trained to do is feel like there's never enough of stuff and we have to conserve and yeah. reserve and recycle and yeah. make sure that we're not wasting things because there's never enough of whatever it is that we're hanging on to. So I think the reason that it's on the radar for Carrie and I is that like it's we we are seeing it a lot everywhere is like to be more um in tune with an abundance mentality and we're seeing people talk about it more. We're reading books about it right now, both of us like different things and Um, I feel like the reason is because there's just this shift and this movement where like as a human race, we don't need to be so much worried about that stuff. Like people were in the past and it's like, okay, you guys lighten up, like, you know, kind of this like feeling. Right. And so it's, it's a higher, like, like tune into this higher vibration. Right. Right. So when we talked about um, law of attraction, right. And so if we feel, if we buy into all of that, that, which is, it's a law, just like gravity, whether you want to believe it or not, that you do attract what you put out there. And so if you are feeling abundant and, um, similarly grateful for all of the abundance you have in your life, more is going to come to you. So this is where we want to help our friends and people we love understand this and start to pay attention and shift over to an abundant mentality as opposed to the scarcity. Yeah. And just try it on and feel like throughout your week, we'll give you some ideas of things to kind of like tune into of where maybe you might be feeling like some negative emotions around. I don't want to spill that. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, um, sorry. We just like had a little, almost spill something moment mm-hmm. in the office. So um, tap into that and start your week and notice where you are recognizing like, um, a vibration about something like, Oh, I'm not feeling so great about money today. I'm not feeling so great about having enough of anything. And we'll talk about that a little bit. One of the things that we wanted to, that we wanted to touch on was the fact that 
I think automatically when we think scarcity or abundance, we think about money. Yeah. Right. Like that's kind of like the baseline that Mm. there's either not enough money. I'm worried. I'm not going to have enough money. I'm worried. I'm not going to have enough to pay my bills. I'm not going to have, there's not enough money for college. There's not enough money for, you know, lots of things. So there's that, um, for, or the abundance of that. Um, but scarcity and abundance come in to, um, come into play in lots of things. So we're going to talk about a couple of things in addition to money. That... Yeah, but let's, let's go into money first. Like, okay. let's so, do that. um, the money conversation with, with scarcity, um, like I was talking to Carrie before we started was like, when we're thinking about what money really even is and how, as a society, we attach value to this dollar, this paper, like, and we're like, oh, it's money. Um, and the more that, um, we think about it and how it's not really connected anymore, um, to gold in the treasury, you know, I, like, I don't know all the details about that. Or it's not necessarily how many bills are in your wallet, right? Yeah. It's because we do so much electronic. Yeah. Especially more with credit cards and all of that stuff. It's like, what really is it? It's a value exchange. And, um, the more, so the more value you're putting into the world that you're bringing and providing, the more you're going to receive that in exchange. Like it's kind of just one of those universal laws. You give value, you give your time, you give of yourself and your you talents, rece- and your talents, your efforts. your efforts, and you'll receive that value from the universe, from the world, from you know, your neighbor that pays you for doing something for them or whatever. (laughs) Right. Right. That makes me think that this isn't necessarily scarcity and abundance, but it's an example of how different things can happen. Um, Did I already talk about my swimming pool? No. talked about that? No. Okay. So I've always wanted a swimming pool, right? And for years and years, I've wanted a swimming pool. And um, I really, like I put it out and I'm like, I want enough resources. I want a swimming pool. My yard is perfect. I want a swimming pool. I want people to want to come to my house and come to my swimming pool. And I, when I seriously put this out there, literally like two days later, my neighbor, I went out with her and we went for a drive and she's like, oh, guess what? And she's like the funnest lady. And she goes, guess what? Guess what I'm doing? I'm like, what? She's like, I'm putting in a swimming pool. And I'm like, shut the front door. (laughs) I'm getting a swimming pool. And it's even better than being in my own yard because she's going to take care of it. And now I don't even have to argue with my husband. So it's just an example of be open to. Be open to what it looks like. Yeah. So true. Okay. I'm glad you brought this up because I was just thinking that um, like when I said like, oh, your neighbor pays you for something. Like think about the value you're actually getting when you're receiving things. I don't know. Okay. So. When you, someone gives you money and you're like, oh, I wish they would have given me more than that. Like, what about the value, the other value? Because that's just the paper money. And we just already talked about this. Like, that's a piece of paper. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now you get to go buy something with that. But like, what about the value you actually got from interacting with that person? The value that what you learned during that whole process of whatever it was you were doing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much more exchange than what we're actually noticing. And that's when we're, when we're so limited in our vision of what we want or yeah, we're like, we have tunnel vision on and we're like, we need this paper money. That's it. Like, right. But, and instead being open to, Oh, well, guess what? I'm going to get to go hang out in a pool. I'm going to get to put on my swimming suit and lay out by the pool. 
let and go of the ego that says it has to it be has your to be pool in, in your yard and be <laughs> right. like, I received this. Thank you, universe. It's so perfect. Exactly. Yeah. And then if, if by chance someday we move away, I won't have sunk $50,000 into a swimming pool. <laughs> so you got even better value than getting <laughs> right? a pool. Yeah, exactly. That's so anyway, awesome. <laughs> so Andrea is right. So think about it in terms of energy and especially now that we do so much digitally, right? With our credit cards, mm -hmm. our online banking, our Venmo, our PayPal, all of that. It's energy. So yeah. putting good energy out there is going to, you just, and, and not necessarily expecting it, but being, having faith that the universe is working in your favor yeah. and it all, it's and, all going to work. And putting gratitude into the the value you receive that's not just the money. Cause I'm experiencing that right now where um, I'm putting a lot of value out and I'm getting relationship rich right now. I'm, I'm noticing that I'm getting lots and lots of brand new relationships, like great relationships. And not just like, I know people like mm -hmm. I really truly get to know them and get to be part of their lives. They get to be part of my life. And it's like, I feel so relationship rich and I'm pouring lots of gratitude into that right now in all my different like new connections with people. And just like that gratefulness is helping me to like, yeah, like thank the okay. universe for it. So it's doing a couple things, right? So it's yeah. raising your vibration because you're yeah. feeling so grateful and you're feeling very joyful in the relationships that you're making and enjoying and on top of that, one of the things, one of the principles that I love is that the reason we want things is because we believe that we will be happy and fulfilled in receiving those things, mm -hmm. or we will feel a certain emotion when we get there. When we get there, yeah. But what's even better is if you are feeling happy and joyful and grateful along the way, yeah. from here to there, yeah. Because there's this, this, this span of time or expanse of whatever that it's going to take to get from here to there, to whatever, like what our, my big goal is, or your big goal is. But if we are happy and realizing how abundant we are along the way, like, there you go. Like, I don't have yeah. to get to Cancun to be happy because I'm feeling happy and in the journey, in the journey. In the, yeah. Yeah. So it just like really brings that whole um, find joy in the journey, like right down to home. And yeah. that's exactly like you're feeling, mm -hmm. it doesn't even matter where you end up. Yeah. Like when you get where you're wanting to go, awesome. But you're feeling so that's much. That's true. That's funny. That's exactly how I feel right now. Like I just am like happy in the process of where it's I'm all, at. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. Like all the dollars that you're hoping down the road show up aren't necessarily in your bank account yeah. yet, but all these other things, it means I'm, yeah. you're enjoying it. And I, I feel the same way in having given up certain, um, work endeavors that didn't make me happy, but instead I'm doing things like this. I get to be completely joyful. That do and, make me happy. Yeah. And so it's not like I'm counting down the days until I get days off because I love what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. I love so, that. Okay. So kind of a tangent there, but there you go. There you go. Okay. So should we talk about like a different scarcity thing? Like, yeah. Like okay. Time? So, so just, just to wrap up money, um, rather than looking at the times or the looking at money and your own resources, like, Oh, we don't have enough this month. We don't, uh, I'm, I'm a couple hundred dollars short, or I don't have this, or I don't have that. 
flip it around and be so grateful for what you do have, Mm -hmm. for, for the home that you do have, for the job that you do have, for the free time that you do have and look for all those things. And that's going to change. That's going to flip how you're feeling about things. And in turn, that's going to attract more good things into your life. Yeah. And that made me think of that made me think of words that we use are so important. Like if your kid asks for something and you just, and you're at the store with your kids and you're like, no, we can't afford that. Instead of telling them that, because you're putting scarcity, you're teaching them, you're passing on the generational scarcity. Instead, a better choice would be to teach them. We're choosing to buy this other thing right now so that we can do this other thing. Like, like show them like the process of why we're making this choice. Not, we can't afford that telling them we're choosing to put our money in this other area right now. Right. I don't know. Like so there's say, lots of different ways you can yeah. change the so verbiage you, to your kids. But. So you go to the grocery store and you have $50. Okay. So you could buy, you could buy Cheetos and bubble gum. Yeah. And it with your $50. Keeps it more abundant conversation when you, when you explain it, like but we could. Instead, oh, should we buy that thing, honey? Do you want us not to buy this? Or like, <laughs> should know. we buy well, I guess milk and eggs and stuff to make dinner tonight? Yeah. And, you know, these other things. Because you're choosing. Because it's there, right? Like, right. there's a certain amount there, but you're choosing how to spend it. So, to me, that's a good segue into time. Because time scarcity is yeah. a big one, too. Like, we all feel really busy. And, bus- like, there's this kind of prestige that goes along with being busy. I'm so busy. Yeah. That happens in the beauty industry a lot because you, you just like associate like, Oh, if that stylist is sitting there, they don't have an appointment right now. They must be like, you know, they're not busy enough to have a good clientele. And we get discouraged a lot because we're not busy enough. We're not seen as being busy. Mm -hmm. And I don't, that goes across all industries, I'm sure. But like, yeah. Like we busy get, is seen as busy, being busy, busy, busy. Really, really it's important. like worthy. It's right? like, yeah. So when you're busy, busy, busy with all those things, that means that um, finding time to work out or take a walk or sit Any down self-care. and have, have dinner with your family, right? Mm-hmm. Those things get pushed aside because we say I'm so busy, right? So there's this time scarcity, but you can flip that around. So I know that we've both found this before that I read a book a long time ago and it pointed out um, that sometimes things fall through and it got me. So, so an appointment might fall through or something. And then all of a sudden you're left with this little pocket of time. Mm-hmm. And um, she called it like a little, like, was it like, Einstein time? No, like it's that? actually called, it was called um, mitten strings from God. Oh, and <laughs> um, it, it had to do with like mothering and, and parenting and stuff. And, just looking at the things like that as a little gift of time, yeah. like a little, a little gift from God that it just gave you an extra 30 minutes, Yeah, use it wisely and those kind of things. But we can be in our car and we can actually like chill the heck out and we're rushing and we're rushing. Right. And, like, and okay, instead, no, no, no. <laughs> turn off the radio, calm yourself down, like bring your heart rate down, take a couple deep breaths and just be grateful. I'm so grateful that I have all the time I need today to get all these things done. I'm so grateful that I have all these good things going on in my life. And I'm grateful that I have all the time I need to get them done. And as you tell yourself that, right. Or you, I mean, you can even like, cause sometimes it's hard to jump that gap, but when you're like really frazzled, but if you ask yourself, I wonder what, how I would feel in this moment if I was 
if I had all the time in the world. Like just asking it that way makes me feel like I have a better chance of actually getting there if I'm frazzled. Like I wonder what relaxed feels like right now. I wonder what plenty of time feels like right now. Because when you act like you have plenty of time, then you create those pockets of time. um, There is like an Einstein time concept that I was kind of touching on and I'm kind of bad at explaining it, but um, like basically you'll be like gifted that extra time when you chill the heck out. Like you're saying, like when you, um, um, well, of course in miracles says like, if you have, what's it say? Infinite patience. Um, okay. I can't think of it right now. So yeah, I can find it while you're talking. Um, but basically you're, you're allowing, so I'll just tell this story because it's coming to mind. So there's a story about this guy who was in a, like rushing to work and he looked at, or he wanted to look at his watch, but the, tr- the subway train he was on was so jam packed. He couldn't even lift his arm. So he's like worried about being late to his meeting, very important meeting. And he can't look at the time. So he's like, you know what? It gave him enough pause to be like, you know what? I'm just going to like go to work and not worry about the time and just show up when I show up. There's nothing I can do. I'm just going to show up. I'm not going to worry about time. And so he does that and he changes his mentality and he changes his, you know, he goes into abundance with time. And so he walks into the office and to his surprise, nobody is there at the meeting. And then people slowly start to get there. So it turns out he was the one that was on time. People slowly start to get there and everyone else was late. And like he was in fact later than he wanted to be, but so was everybody else. So in that, like don't put attached meaning onto how it's supposed to look, it's supposed to look 10 o'clock, be at the meeting. Like don't attach that meaning. Maybe 10, 15 is perfectly on time and everybody else is late. Like he created time. So everybody else was late. And so that that's how he created Einstein time. And Einstein talks about it. And I guess if you study his theories on time, but um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I've created it a lot of different times in my experience with different appointments with clients. I've noticed it happening because I'll be like, oh, I wonder when I'm going to create time to work on this project. And then an appointment will cancel and it'll be the perfect time slot for something or like I don't know, different things that are more like amazing kind of happen. And I, and I recognize it and kind of pay it gratitude and like, oh, thank you universe for showing right. up exactly how I needed it to so that I, this day could flow perfectly. Yeah. It's kind of fun. And I think that as we pay attention to that and we pay attention to the, to the busyness in our lives and, and this is, I'm not saying that this is easy to do and I'm not perfect mm-hmm. at it at all. It's a practice like so many other things. Um, but calming down because being stressed and anxious, and I do this when I'm driving, right? But being stressed and anxious does not make anybody drive any faster. And it does not get me where I need to be any faster. So that's one of the reasons I like to like listen to stuff in my car because it takes my mind off. Yeah. I mean, I'm on the road when I'm on the road and I try really hard to be timely. But it's almost like it keeps you into a meditation state yeah, of like, I okay, kinda, I'm going to calm down. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I found exactly. my quote. Did you find one? Yeah. Did you find, oh, you the one, one I was talking about was, um, from a course in miracles and it says infinite patience produces immediate results. So mm-hmm. the concept is if you can take whatever you're worried about time-wise needing to happen in a certain way, and you can be like, I don't care. This could take forever. And you shift into this could take forever and I'd be okay with that. 
And like, mm-hmm. that's hard. Like really getting to that place mentally and emotionally, accepting that it could take forever and eternity. It could never, like <coughs> I'm infinitely patient about this. And I've done this before. And it gives you like immediate results and it's crazy the way it shifts and changes. I could use that yesterday as I was like, <laughs> I had my timing worked out exactly perfectly. And then, and I needed to pick my son up from school and get mm-hmm. him somewhere else. And then there was an accident. And while I was waiting for the cars to get around to the accident, a train came. Oh, and I texted him. I'm like, like, it's, I'm not, like, happening. it's not happening, bud. Yeah. Just, I, I'll get there when I get there. Yeah. I can't do anything about it. Yeah. So I could that was it. finally the point where you did do it. Yeah. At that point where you did create where infinite patience. Where I gave up. You gave up control. Because before that, I was like, come on, come on, come on. And thinking force, that, like, and force, and force. that my will was going to make people <laughs> get around the accident faster. That's and funny. That reminds me of the, when people are on an airplane, like clutching the side as if that's going to keep the plane up in the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, we can't control it, you guys. Right. Right. Okay. So money, time. Um, what were some of the other ones that we talked about? Um, oh, things. Hanging on to things. That's something that, yeah. Hanging on to things because we think we're going to need them someday or um, hanging on to clothes because someday they're going to fit again um, is, is a scarcity mentality. So things is actually something that we can have a whole, like I feel a big conversation about that. Um, And when we like, I feel like it's like an eternal concept to have more space than things. Um, somebody taught that to me somewhere once where it's like the, the idea of like um, the way we just want to like fill spaces in our home. Like there's an empty corner there. What am I going to put there? Like we immediately do that. Right. Whereas if it's like this, oh my gosh, I have to fill that space. Right. And I, I feel <laughs> I feel myself shifting because like we just – moved my son from one room to the other. And so before we had furniture down there, we basically put a bed in the corner and then he had a closet and I'm like, doesn't this feel so nice? Yeah. The feeling. Oh, it just feels so. It declutters your mind. Yes. Like it feels and, so much better. And contrast right now, I feel like our house is so full of stuff because as we move from one room to the other, we've got stuff in boxes that need to go one place. And we had yeah. up having to bring stuff from somewhere else into our garage and everything feels full. And it's kind of killing me right now. I'm yeah. just dying to be able to get it all cleared out. And I actually love putting stuff in bags to take, to, to get rid of it. Yeah. To get rid of. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, and I try an... not to be too attached to stuff. I like to buy yeah. stuff, so let's not like confuse, confuse the two. <laughs> but I do like to get There's rid of stuff. There's an awesome too. book called Essentialism, with the whole like a minimal minimalist movement. You know? Okay, I have that book and I haven't finished it. Yeah, I have it on Audible. I'm. I think I finished it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just opens your mind to what if I don't need all this stuff? I don't know. So that's a good conversation. Yeah. So allowing stuff to just like, you know, when you use it, but when you're great, but when you're done with it, let it go, let it go. And the gratitude, thank you for, for serving me thing that I needed and I'm done and you can move on. Yeah. And truly (laughs) we're such a a good way to be. We're such a consumer society 
that things are, so many things are inexpensive mm-hmm. and we can replace at the drop of a hat if we want them or need them again. Yeah. Yeah. And it, we're just shifting into that as a society of that's the truth for us now, you know? Yeah. So, so there's a couple others that um, we'd kind of make note of um, relationships. So feeling like, you know, I, I got to oh, hang on to these I people. I did this with, with when I was growing up thinking that I had to have quote a best friend and like this girl was going to be my friend for the rest of forever. Mm-hmm. And not all relationships are meant to be like that. You know, yeah. like sometimes, you know, thank you for being in my life. Move on. Like we're yeah. not part of each other's lives anymore. Like, is that yeah. what you're talking about? Well, that, I feel yeah. that's a big important. Yeah. Thing that too. or, or hanging on to, I mean, if, if somebody, if you're single and thinking that there's, there's nobody good out there, well, then there's going to be nobody good out there. Yeah. Cause if that's what, what you, you think. think about as opposed to, <laughs> Right. Yeah. You know, being grateful and being involved in fun things and that kind of thing. Um, I see, you know, some of my cute friends on Facebook, um, yeah, are yeah doing fun things, stuff like that. So it's being grateful for who's in your life and knowing that, um, that there's lots of good out there and being willing to let, let things go if they're, if their time has come and gone. Yeah. So I love it. Okay, well, we're out of time and we're excited to continue this conversation maybe again. Like, I feel like we were were like, oh gosh. Because really, we need to do the (laughs) flip side. So, next time, let's do go into more. We'll talk about abundance and feeling more abundant about everything in your life and how to attract. Do you like how I said we're out of time at the end of an episode about scarcity? Okay, we're not really out of time, but we're choosing to wrap up the episode and look forward to like a part two of this episode. Absolutely. (laughs) See, you got to reframe it. You got to do that. Okay. Thanks Thanks for for listening. Thanks so much for joining us. Hope you got something of value out of this. We appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend a little bit of it with us. You can find us outside of the podcast on Instagram at Inspired to Shine Tribe. On Facebook, our public page is Inspired to Shine. And if you're interested in going a little bit deeper, you can message us. And we have a private Facebook group, Inspired to Shine, that we would love to have you join. Just remember this beautiful quote from Maya Angelou. Nothing can dim the light which shines from within. Have an amazing day.